Hey everyone, on this episode, we covered topics such as scheduling versus living in the moment, music, and also lifting and hydration. The Blown Smoke Show begins in 3, 2, 1. Well, how was your morning, Rube? What's your, what's your schedule looking like? <laughs> how was my morning, man? Yeah, my morning was pretty good. I woke up at 4, uh, went to the gym, good little workout upper body workout, incline press, um, curls, stuff like that, biceps, pretty, pretty good workout. Uh, one thing, so the gym here is in the garage, uh, at the fire bay in the garage, and it's kind of on that second story loft. So they have like, you know, those wrist rolling, I guess, ropes kind of, uh, I think, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This little bar with a rope on it, and basically yeah. like, you twist your wrist to raise the weight. Well, they have one of those, but it's a long-ass rope, and it's going all the way from that second-story loft to the bottom with a 10-pound weight on the bottom of it. That's awesome. But yeah, that thing, your forearms are on fire after after uh, twisting that thing up, and it's, it's a pretty good workout. So. I had a teammate in high school who would go in the weight room and... He like he was not a big lifter at all. He would just go in there and he would do that for like fifteen minutes and then just leave. Fifteen minutes, dude. What workout? It was just grinding the little the wrist twister. He just wants the forearms, huh? Yeah, but he was super small also, so he just had like really defined small forearms. <laughs> what a guy! I mean, that's the look he's going for, you know. I think so, probably. That's peak performance right there. That's bodybuilding one-on-one. Oh, yeah. Wrist twister. That's all you need. Wrist twister. And then he goes home and he drinks like 10 protein shakes and a beer. And he's ripped, man. Yeah. Energy beer, man. Yeah. You're telling me about that. One of my buddies. Pre-workout and beer. Energy beer before he lifts. Pre-workout I feel like that's an upper and a downer. I feel like they just cancel each other off. They don't cancel, man. They don't cancel, but I gotta say, I've never, I guess, tried that. I feel like that's a bad strategy, drinking the beer before the gym. I don't see how that would be beneficial, but. Yeah, but if you're, if you're, um, if you're a veteran enough with how many beers you can handle, then it does, it probably does, I'm sure it doesn't even affect this guy. Well, I mean, yeah, one beer, uh, piss on it, it's not really gonna make a difference, but just why? Like, let's drink some water, man. Stay hydrated, fuck. It's true. This is a water drinking podcast. That's for sure. I definitely condone that. Got to stay hydrated. It's all Number one reason hydrated. people are uh, athletes can't gain weight. Mm. It's because they well like don't eat enough is the obvious reason, but also because most people are um, very dehydrated but don't know it. They don't drink enough water. That's really that's really interesting, and I've actually implemented you asked about my schedule i actually implementing a lot of water drinking in my schedule definitely the the first thing i do when i wake up is i chug an entire bottle of water just down that thing right away just get that water in my system yeah well what do they say you're supposed to have half your body weight in ounces is that what the recommendation is i'm not sure i'll have to look into that but i definitely have a minimum of one gallon a day hopefully more than that hopefully like two gallons of water a day Gallon is a gallon is one hundred twenty eight. Uh, before I some one sixty four, I want to say. No, no, no. It's 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 sixty four or one twenty eight. Oh, sorry, sorry. Sixty one one twenty eight. Then it's one something. It's got to be right. It's 
that. Yeah, but you got to stay hydrated, man. Like, that's one thing. Like, after you start drinking more water, you feel better. Like, most people are like, oh, I'm kind of tired. Let's, you know, drink a coffee or eat some food. Like, no, dude, if you're tired, you just chug a bottle of water. It'll wake you up. Like, you'll feel better. It's probably because you're dehydrated. Yeah, I know, but that's actually 100% a thing. So I also I also do that. Like, especially when I'm going to bed, too, I always have a water bottle next to my bed so I can just nice, always. Yeah. I hate going to bed thirsty. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why my pet peeves. Falling asleep mm-hmm. thirsty, can't do it. Well. Gotta wet my whistle. I Yeah, I know. I, I just don't know if I can get behind that, though, because whenever I drink a shit ton of water, like, of course, or like before I go to bed, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and have to piss, and that's just... You'll piss your pants? Is that what you're saying? No, no, it's interrupting my REM sleep, dude. That's not fun, but... That's true. See, I don't drink that, like... I'll drink a bunch, like, an hour before I go to bed, right? And then go to the bathroom right before I go to bed, and then I'll have, like, just, like... I got a, I got a Gatorade bottle that, you know, like, you do the squirts. So, like, I'll just do, like, two, like, of those, you know, just, like, hydrate myself a little bit right before I fall asleep. Yeah, a couple not of enough, squirts. Not right? enough that I'm going to wake myself up in the middle of the night. Like, not like that. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, I chug water in the morning. And, you know, chug water after, like, I'm working out. And throughout the day, I always have a couple bottles at work and stuff like that, making sure I get at least a gallon. But, yeah, I, like an hour before bed, I kind of quit drinking water. Also, I'll have to piss in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of funny. I schedule out my water drinking since you're asking, but but my schedule. But yeah, I know you should track it someday because I I know you're supposed to do half your body weight in ounces in water, and I usually try and do even more than that. I do, man. I just like just because of the bottles that I drink, I know I drink probably over a hundred and fifty ounces. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure those are thirty-two ounce bottles. So. But then also, say if I drink like coffee and stuff like that, that's going to make you piss more. So you're supposed to be drinking more water when you're having caffeine. Yeah. And also if you're doing, you know, if you're, that's for the average person. So if you're also doing, you know, physical activity and stuff like that, you want to be drinking more than just half your body weight, which are 150. So. Right. Yeah. I should probably honestly drink more water. I'll, I'll give you that because. Uh, yeah, I've been pretty, I guess, physically active, especially the past couple of days. Like I said, I, uh, I'm waking up at four and then I work out until, I don't know, we'll say I'll be done by six for sure. So, cause it takes me a little bit to wake up and get to the gym, but then, yeah, the past couple of days at work, we've been clearing trail actually. So that's hiking. Like, I don't know, I'm pretty sure yesterday was seven to eight miles and that's carrying a chainsaw over my shoulder and a fully loaded backpack with gasoline. So it's, it's a lot of physical activity walking around and working out and doing all that. So got to stay hydrated. Like a lumberjack kind of lumberjack. Yeah. I mean, no, it's fun. Uh, clearing trails, definitely fun. It's definitely some nice country out there too. Nice, nice area, nice views. No, it is. I'm, I love it out here, man. I'm not used to the, uh, not used to the mountains, but they're beautiful, man. They're absolutely beautiful. Some great views we had yesterday on a trail. A little overlook. You could see the entire valley and all the mountains behind. It was, it was really cool. You took? Yeah, no, it was sweet, man. Sweet. And then... You see yourself living out there, uh, like, permanently? Or, like, what? I'm not really sure, because, 
you know, I, I still have a lot more to experience, but I definitely want to do this kind of where I move around and maybe live somewhere for a month or two because you really get to know the area and then you get to, you know, test the waters. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Well, were you going to say something? I kind of cut you off there slightly. I don't remember, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, so you said you lifted upper body today? I did. I did. I did. I typically, I've been doing straight up upper body and then lower body. Like, you know, upper, lower, then upper, then lower, like every other day. So a lot okay. of people like the push pull legs but i i do legs every other day so uh, what do you think of that i guess split i think that's fine yeah i think that's pretty pretty typical pretty like normal i guess like i'm kind of we an oddball when it comes to lifting honestly like i i usually do everything like i'll do say i'll if i'm gonna do like 10 lifts in a day right <laughs> i'll like plan like you know say four legs because like I, I just feel like I don't know. I feel like naturally, uh, like it's probably not actually true, but I feel like there's less leg lifts. That I think of less leg lifts than I can upper body lifts. Sure, yeah. I'll have out like probably like four um, heavy, like because I obviously still college athlete at this point, so I'll plan out like four like you know high high weight, uh, you know explosive like low rep mm -hmm. um, leg lifts. And then usually I go like six different like upper body lifts. So, but I, that's kind of what I do. Like they're different. So I go like a four day schedule, like day one, day two, day three, and then day four is a rest day. And then okay. That's kind of how I go. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I do a lot of like, I, I believe it's, I think it's hyper and hypo. So I would do like hypotrophy for like the legs, which means like, Heavy weights, uh, lower reps, more kind of works on your power, drive, and explosiveness. Right. And then upper body, I mix in some of that, but I do a lot more like hypertrophy for upper body, which is more like the bodybuilder type style, I guess, which is like high reps, a uh, little a little lower weight, just so you're able to do the higher reps. And then that kind of breaks down the muscles more and uh, builds them back to make you like gain mass and get bigger versus just the uh, gaining of like the power which doesn't necessarily both of them obviously make you bigger but just different specializations kind of with within the lifts absolutely so then you only uh you only lift three days a week then uh well no usually i'll go like like day one day two day three day four and then i'll just start back at day one. Oh, so you don't necessarily okay i got you like it'll usually be like six times or like five or six times a week okay right but that's just you split it up in a four day though yeah yeah okay cool so like i say if it's like a monday tuesday wednesday then rest thursday then friday saturday sunday then rest monday then like tuesday wednesday Thursday, like that nice. but I'm okay. on the weekends as well right now so i've kind of since it's kind of early in the summer um i didn't want to be super sore right at the beginning of that since i was starting a new program so right no that makes now, sense starting next week i'll probably get back into like the straight five six times a week because rest days are rest days are important it's the biggest thing i would say with Myself included, like amateur lifters when they would first start lifting, um, you you don't rest days are actually really important and they uh, they do a lot for you. Like lifting for a whole month, say like thirty days in a month, right? Lifting thirty times a month, 
it's actually going to be more beneficial for you to lift like say 25 times and, and implement like five rest days in between. You'll actually get bigger and be, be stronger with doing that. They're yeah. Important. I don't really do a lot of rest days to be honest. So I'd like you to elaborate. Well, it's just, uh, there's just, you know, like studies that talk about how just implementing it in gives your body that day to recover and actually will build up. Cause you know, when you're lifting, right, you're kind of, you're tearing apart the muscles like obviously on a microscopic scale right yes tearing up the muscles and then they're going to build back a little bigger and if you say lift a few times in a row and then take that day off and obviously i know on your end you're a big like discipline guy and like getting it in every day so like that's obviously a big part of it but also in a way having the discipline to implement a rest day and will actually allow your body to have an extra day of kind of building that back up so it'll actually allow you to gain like size or like it and strength like quicker. Interesting, yeah. So, and it's not that you don't have the discipline to do that. It's more just like you said, you didn't really know, and a lot of people don't necessarily know about that. Day. But yeah, rest days are. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of it, and I heard of, like a lot of people talk about oh, you gotta rest. But in my head, I'm always like, oh fuck no, I don't, I don't need to rest. Like, because honestly after like at this point i don't really like feel sore or anything after i work out or like i feel a little sore but not like bad like i can operate completely fine throughout the entire day like it's not like i'm gonna kill myself so like i won't be able to do anything so i feel like i don't need a rest day in that way but i totally see what you're saying about letting the body like fully recover for a day would you say i guess the best way to do that would be like maybe once a week or yeah i would say if you go like yeah once a week and Maybe even twice a week, but if you're doing lighter, you know, or not lighter, but like if you're not sore, then I would say like once a week for sure, but would would go a long ways in terms of that. Sure, sure. Funny because I've always been kind of a big like analogy type of guy, like trying to find good analogies for things. Yeah. I think of it like if you're studying for a test, right, and you got a test the next day, do you want to stay up all 24 hours studying? You're getting the most study time in, or do you want to? study for 16 hours and then get eight hours of sleep and then go into your test. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't that want makes sense. Out. I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Or like learning kind of with anything. You don't just want to spend all your day. You got to incorporate that sleep in there to like help your body recover and that sort of sort of thing. Well, yeah, sleep is very important. I'll give you that. I, that's one thing just because work has been going like a little bit late and then I get home and I got to, I got to cook food and stuff and I'm getting myself to read. Then I wake up early. I definitely have not been getting enough sleep lately, which definitely sucks. Cause like say, I don't necessarily implement a rest day, but I always try to make sure that I get that eight hours. I'd say rest days, honestly too. Like, um, if you're not getting your, your full sleep in, then rest days have probably become even more important. I would think. Sure. That makes sense for sure. That does. Yeah. Make sense. That's a little, uh, little uh, tip out there for amateur lifters get your get your rest days in that's not an excuse to you know every other day oh rest day today because you know it's, it's you know not an excuse you got to keep your discipline up but right well and then it's not like oh it's a rest day let's go eat a bunch of donuts and drink beer like you know yeah you still got to control yourself here exactly exactly shit man so yeah you're saying you're kind of uh, uh trying to bulk up right now yeah, like I'm trying to keep the power and power in the legs, and then uh, yeah, it's a little bit more mass in the upper body. Is kind of how I'm going. Also, actually, I am lifting a couple things for a little more mass in the legs as well. But yeah, I typically lift 
like a, not super light, I wouldn't say, but I try to get, um, definitely like say like eight reps, you know, six to eight reps, usually maybe, you know, even to 10. So it's going to be a little bit lighter weight, but I'm, I'm still pushing it hard. Like I'm, I'm two reps away from failure for sure. Yeah. And that's kind of how people say, you know, it's like the two to six is kind of your power range, right? Where you're kind of heavyweight. And that's more for like the explosiveness and like kind of that, I would say like athletic sort of thing where like, right. Cause when you're training for athletics, that's when you kind of need the, the power aspect of it. Right. An everyday person, like a bodybuilder needs to look good for the photo shoots and stuff. They don't actually need to have the, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the actual use of like the muscle, they don't necessarily need that. They just need to look good in the, picture so bodybuilding then that's more like the 8 to 12 maybe like 14 but like 8 to 12 range typically yeah so Um, i'm I'm trying to get kind of a little bit of both so that's why i'm kind of like you know six to eight around there yeah and that's what i like to i like to be in that if i'm doing really heavy things like my deadlifts um mainly actually mainly just my deadlifts and reverse lunges too uh those things i do like sets of three Okay. Then a lot of other things I'll do sets of like five to six and then upper body things will usually be like eight to ten. Sure. Yeah. And fifteen to twenty or fifteen to twenty five is a little more of like your stamina. So you feel like a long distance runner, it's probably what you'd lift more of, um in terms of that. And obviously it's less weight then. Sure. Quite sure. more generally. Yeah. And then I I guess with like isolation movements, I'm usually doing higher reps, of course, too, versus Yeah. And that's for that exact reason. You want to build the more. Yeah. Any sort of ISO lifts, I usually go like 12 because I'm really trying to. Yeah, 12 is usually what I shoot for for isolation. But yeah. That's what I would say as far as that. Cool. Uh, another kind of question, because I don't really know what music you listen to. What kind of music do you listen to when you work out? Dude, it it depends. So like, I'll, I'll go in phases, right? Like, uh, yesterday I listened to rap. Nice. So in general, right? And not working out in general. My taste yeah, yeah. is like country is number one, and then I also like, um, I'm kind of a jack of all trades, honestly. I really will listen to anything, but country is number one. Number two lately has been um, like two thousands, like punk rock. Oh, nice! Like some Blink, uh, Blink One Eighty Two, All American Rejects, like those guys. Nice. So that's kind of been uh, my my binge kind of lately, the last couple months. But I've always liked that. Um, and then three would kind of probably be like really like anything else, rap, rock, okay. pop. But when I when I'm working out, um, yesterday was rap, but lately it's been the 2000s like punk rock style and also some like shine down kind of like that that sort of stuff as well like kind of the like i think a pre-game football music back in high school that, that's sort of what i live to sometimes as well nice dude nice yeah because i just found that interesting because i was thinking about that the other day the kind of music that i listen to um have you always been a big country guy or like um i started getting into country when i was like probably probably like 15 maybe or so like and like honestly i have to say it 
I, I like like new country, right? Like that's kind of the trend. Like I I also like older country, but when I say country, I mean like like nineties and on. Mm, you don't like that older stuff per se. I mean, I don't mind like right. that, but like when I'm talking, I'm talking like Morgan Wallen, like Hardy, like that sort of thing. Like I think they're in the middle. I think there's some country guys who are like almost like Sam Hunt. He's like almost like half rap or like half pop. Sure. Right. I don't like him. Like I still like some of his songs, but I don't like his like as much. But I also don't like the old like '50s stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's more of like I feel like Morgan Wallen is a pretty solid like blend. Like he's he's got some a little bit of rock aspects sometimes, but he's also it's pretty country. Same with Hardy. Those are my two favorite. Cool. Cool. Yeah. See, I don't know. I've always liked older music. I'd definitely be more inclined to listen to that. Like you're saying, that old kind of '50s country music for sure. But uh, one thing I guess funny about country music is I've never really listened to it a lot. So when people talk about it and like discuss it, I don't really know a lot about it. Which is, I don't know, I want to like I guess listen to more country. <laughs> Do you have Apple Music? I don't. I have Spotify. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, either way, I think you could go on my Spotify account and uh, pull up my country playlist. Cool, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool to see your playlist for sure. Yeah, my Apple, I'll have to send you my Apple Music one too, just to look at because that's my that's my bread and butter right now. I had to get Apple Music this summer for some walk up songs for baseball, and so I'm on the three month free trial. But they're probably gonna rope me and uh, paying, continuing to pay for it every month because I used to just always use free stuff. Like if I, and I thought it was easy. If I wanted to listen to a specific song, I'd use YouTube, and if I wanted to like just listen to a genre of music and mix it up. Then I would use Spotify for sure. the free Spotify, and uh, but like I said, now I like I had to use that for the editing st- aspects on Apple Music on my computer. Right, and I'm sure I'll get now. I have all my playlists on there, so I'm sure I'll end up paying them monthly. And at the college, when you're in college, you get a discount for that stuff, so it's not bad. But yeah, I got the discount for Spotify. That's the main reason I have it. But it is nice because you can like actually download the song to your phone and. There's not a lot of cell service where I am. And then like when you're working out and stuff, you don't want to like have the song be buffering. That's not fun. Yeah. Like Apple music can do that same thing or download it. And then if I'm on the road too, I don't have to use data the whole time. So that's nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of nice, but they make so much money on those uh, monthly programs though. It's crazy. What does Spotify cost a month for a college student? Oh man, it's pretty cheap for the college student. Um, three bucks, maybe five bucks. I, I think I think Apple Music's is four ninety nine. I think it's probably five dollars. But I'm not one hundred percent sure. Otherwise, people would go to one versus the other. Mm, right, right. But I don't actually know that for a fact. Just kind of spewing. Right. But yeah. Now it's funny you're saying you listen to the um, the two thousands uh, recently. When you're working out, yeah. When I've been working out recently, I've actually been uh, listening to a lot of Beastie Boys. You like the Beastie Boys? Honestly, I know I've heard a few of their songs, but I'm not 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 a big Beastie Boy. Uh, oh damn! Not that I'm not a big fan. Like I don't like them. Just like I'm not a not a big fan. Right. No, for sure. It's just um, one of my coworkers was playing the Beastie Boys the other day, and I just. It's just funny, man. Like it's it's a funny type of music, but at the same time, some of those songs can get you going in the gym. Like you get "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" on, and oh yeah, yeah. I like that one for sure. 
That's a good one for sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of grinding, like like I said, uh, Green Day, uh, it's a couple Matchbox 20, Blink-182, uh, Weezer. Oh, Weezer's pretty oh. good. A couple of uh, shout-outs to uh, High School Never Ends by Bowling for Soup, same uh, same band as 1985. And also Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous by Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte's had some uh, some bangers I've been listening to, also the anthem, yeah. There kind of bands go. like that, punk rock, 2000s, been into that a lot. Yeah, nice, nice. It's funny, like, I don't know, music's really interesting. It, like, just interesting, you think about why people, like, listen to music and how it affects people, it's, it's a really interesting thing to think about. Yeah, the studies that they do on the, when they show, like, the brain and, like, what areas are being activated while listening to different genres of music, I think are interesting, too. Absolutely. There's a lot that I don't know about it that I definitely want to get more into, but exactly. Yeah, cool, by no means do I, yeah, know a lot about those studies, but I've just read about them a little bit, and it's they just seem cool how they can just just the way it works really in the activation of different neurons. Right, right. Um, I kind of heard it described as music is kind of like what you know, like it's that it's the same beat kind of in the background it's like what you know like you're, you're used to that little beat but then they add something that you don't know a little bit of like chaos in there like th- that little mixture of like what you know versus this randomness this uniqueness is what really makes i guess people like a song so would you say you're would you say music's overrated or underrated um uh, well man or properly rated uh, it's probably properly rated. There's so many. I mean, every. I don't know. It kind of depends in what context, because it's such a broad thing. Music, because some things like people, certain people listen to music too much, in my opinion. Like, yeah. I feel like if you listen to music all the time, it kind of like dulls it in a sense. But say if you just like save music or like a really good song, or say if it's a live performance, it's very like that really hits you in a different way. So I feel like kind of the more unique aspect of music is definitely, I guess, underrated because a lot of people just like to say, like, yeah, just play music all the time, play their same favorite songs, whatever. But it's it's pretty broad question, really. <laughs> yeah, I like how you... I like how you uh, describe that, though, because, like, I agree. I used to think it was overrated because of, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm listening to music, but I could be listening to, like, a educational or, like, an entertainment that has some aspects of education, like podcasts or stuff like that, right? So I, then I would always be like, oh, why am I listening to music right now? But then sometimes music just hits different, man. Like, and you just have to. Mm, right. Yeah, no, it's funny you say that. I'm, I, I listen to probably more podcasts than music unless you count when i'm working out because of course i'm listening to music when i'm working out but yeah if you're working out to podcasts you're a different breed it might be all right i guess i've never tried it but you're still a different breed (laughs) fair enough yeah fair enough but other than working out i definitely listen to more podcasts than uh, i guess music yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I go back and forth, Some, like car rides. Sometimes I'll, mm. sometimes it'll be podcast. I feel like I'm also the opposite. If I need to like stay awake on a car ride, it's so, like typically people think of car rides and if you got to stay awake, you put on music. Mm. For me, 
if I need to like stay awake, if it's getting late at night, then I flip on a podcast because it makes my brain like actively like follow along with what they're saying and like think about it. I feel like it activates my brain more than if I'm getting tired and I have music going. I'll it'll like lull me to sleep. Like if I know the song. No, that makes sense, and this, it's kind of funny how you say it uh, activates your brain like that because you know how people like obviously they get tired when they're driving at night and tend to fall asleep more than in the daytime, right? Yeah. For me, I've always just found that whenever I drive at night, I am wide awake. And I feel like it's because, yeah, my brain is more activated. I'm always like looking, making sure there's no deer, looking around, making sure everything's safe. Versus in the daytime, I'd, I'd be more likely to say get a little sleepy when I'm driving just because I'm so, I guess, content. I'm just so relaxed almost. I'm not, I'm not searching for, say, like a deer in the ditch. Yeah, I agree. Like at night, I'm trying to like focus on like, okay, I can't fall asleep because it's nighttime. Where in the day, like when I would when I would drive up to Fargo to work out after uh, school during uh, my like my junior senior year, um, yeah. I would. It was always those drives that would get me. Like the after school, like three thirty to five drive, like that hour and a half drive. Sure. That's what would always get me. Like halfway through, like a long day of school, you know, and then just drive in just in a straight line scenery doesn't really change about where we're at or about where i'm at you know well yeah that's the thing it's just a straight line on the interstate i mean it's yeah. basically a tesla it's driving itself you know yeah that's why i need it you know what i did though <laughs> kind of back to the tesla thing um the driverless ones so you know how i do doordash right they're talking about being able to make uh use teslas driverless just for ubers Right, so you could treat your Tesla as like an as like an investment, like a stock or like real estate, Damn. because you're buying it and then just setting it to Uber for like all day. So you just have to pay, you have to charge it. It'll just like it would just come back and dock in your house or wherever um, during the day when it when it got low. Yeah, and it would just go in an Uber at night. And it would just bring in you would just bring in the money from the people. Wouldn't that be pretty sweet? Just buying your car and then just having it run all the time. You're just doing your everyday thing, right? It's literally an investment. It's a passive income source. <laughs> what if they just started trashing the car in there? Like, you know, like who's going mean, to. You're, you're not in it. I, fair enough, but. You're, what, what you're if, picking up some drunks at 1 a.m. Like, they probably yeah. don't care what the car looks like. Well, well, yeah. Like, what if it's some drunks and they start, like, puking in there? Like, what the fuck? I mean, then you'd there you'd have to iron out some kinks, but I mean, like the 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 idea behind it though is still yeah. pretty pretty genius in my opinion. That'd be crazy! Like imagine that you, this random car just rolls up and you ride, and there's no driver. Yeah. Holy shit! Whack. What a the, you know they predicted flying cars, but we just got cars that drive themselves. Yeah, well, that's like Elon says. Everyone wants to go up and fly, but he's he's digging tunnels under LA. He's going down. Yeah, that is there any progress on that? Because I remember when that started, and I haven't heard anything. Yeah, that was in like twenty eight. Wasn't that like in like twenty nineteen or eighteen or something that when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast originally? Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's been a whole lot of I, I don't know I haven't heard much about it, but yeah. That yeah, man. Every time people look think he got it figured out, he just throws a twist. He so throws a little wrist twister on everyone. He's he's an interesting character for sure. For sure. I mean, 
you got to be an interesting character for what he does, right? I feel like everyone who's like incredibly innovative in the history of time, like him, right? All inter- they're all interesting cats. Oh, they have to be. I mean, that's just how do you? You got to think of it. You got to be a little interesting to think of things mm. like they do. Oh, another thing I was going to mention, and I want to make sure I get this in: the speed of videos. Now I know what we're talking. We're not usually going to address the podcast. So, like, beside you know what, what I mean, like, so besides this, we won't. But for anyone listening right now, I never listen to videos, and I I don't know if Ruben, I don't know if you're the same, but I never listen to videos on one x speed. Call me ADHD or ADD, I don't know, but I always listen to videos on like one point two five or like one point five speed, because I mean it just turns like a sixty minute video into like you know like forty minutes, or like fifty minutes, right? Right. More efficient. I'm all about streamlining the process and efficiency. You know what I mean? So. I was listening to our podcast on 1x speed, the first one we did, obviously, and we knew that one would be a little, you know, a little rusty. It was our first time, right? And I thought it was good, honestly. I thought it was good on 1x speed. But I listened to it on 1.5, and I was like, wow, this is, like, really good because we were, like, shooting from, like, point to point, and it was, like, crisp. So for anyone listening, if you want to try listening to this, you can go to the settings and on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and switch it to, like, one point. I think Spotify you do one, one point two, and one point five. I think Apple it's just one, one point five. But you can mess around and see if you like it more. Plus, you can get through more of them in your day and don't have to spend as much time listening to them. So, yeah, that's what I got. That's my pitch for that because I always listen, except for music. Obviously, music I listen to every on one one normal speed. If you listen to music on like one point two, you're probably a psychopath. You gotta be, but yeah, no, definitely try that. Definitely try it on one point five. I mean, sure, you could try it on two, but that might be a little bit fast. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'll put things. Like if I'm listening to audiobooks, sometimes I'll put to put them on two. If but I have to be like laying in a dark room, hmm. quietly, f- only focused on that. Right? Like I can't folk. I can't multitask. Technically, no one can multitask. Right? Your brain is switching back and forth between the two, but. For what we call multitasking, yeah, I can't multitask when it's on two speed. I have to be one hundred percent tuned in to what I'm listening to. Right, not and you're asking if I listen to a podcast on one point five or just on one. And it's interesting that you brought up the music because that's a really good comparison. It depends what I'm listening to. Because say if it's something a bit more substantial, yeah, substantial or. Uh, emotional or something a little bit more intense. It's a lot better to listen to that at a one speed because then say someone says like an intense statement and there's a set that blank pause afterwards. It's good to, to get that energy, right? That, that feeling that you get from that, the actual live speed of the conversation. But, you know, say if it's not that intense of an issue or, something like that i definitely would listen on 1.5 just because yeah a lot of the times it's honestly smoother because you don't have to sit there listening to the pauses that aren't necessary but if it's a really smooth podcast and yeah it's a more serious issue i always listen on one speed but i agree with that because like jocko's podcast he talks so slow you could listen to him on like 2.5 speed but it just wouldn't give you the same effect well yeah like jocko's podcast i probably listen on one though just because he'll like say a statement and then just 
a pause. Like, really That's what I mean. Like I, I, you could listen on two point five, but I, I listen on one because it, it, you just you don't get the same effect if you're not listening on one. Exactly, it's about that effect. So he utilizes the the pause and the break in the action very well. He's really good at utilizing pauses, and a lot of it is just, I guess, how I thought of it is being okay with silence because a lot of people aren't actually like. There's a little awkward pause. Honest, I might be one of those people where I'm a little, a little on like the ADD end of like, all right, let's pick up the conversation and keep going. Mm, see, like I'll say something like someone, then I'll just quit talking for a while, and I, I don't really, I don't mind it. I don't think it's uncomfortable. Like I'm totally fine with it. But I, I definitely notice that with a lot of people is that when you're talking to them and then there's just silence, like they have to all of a sudden bring something else up or whatever. And it's good, like say if an actual good thought. Like something good pops in your mind, like you gotta say it. But a lot of the time, I feel like it's just filler. Yeah, and I feel like I definitely feel like there's a place for pauses. And like, for example, when I'm listening to Joe Rogan and someone like Elon Musk is on, he he pauses a lot because he's always thinking about things, right? You can really tell he's thinking in depth to whatever uh, Rogan's asking him. But for him, like he he pauses like so long sometimes he's thinking obviously. So it's not like a diss, but like he'll pause so long that I feel like I can still listen on like 1.25 speed. And, (laughs) and I like, will still hear, like I'll still know when he's pausing and that sort of thing. So I feel like sometimes I can still get the effect. Sure. While also speeding it up a little bit. Cause I mean, like I said, especially with those like three hour podcasts, right? Like that's turning a three hour pod. That's cutting off like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? You're freeing up like, you know, roughly, you know, give or take 20, 30 minutes just on having it at 1.25. And really, 1.25 speed does not change it a whole lot. Like, it's oh. pretty easy to listen to it on that. Level. No, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, I can't listen to podcasts. They're three hours long. But the thing is, yeah, you can turn it to 1.5. That shaves off a decent amount of time. And then also, like, you can listen to it in the background as, say, you're cooking, you're showering, you're uh doing your laundry whatever like you can have that on in the background and you can totally retain that information at least i can while i'm sort of multitasking like, i find podcasts a very easy way to get information in while you're doing other things because i'm not a good multitasker at all definitely not but i found that podcast uh like works pretty good for me yeah for me like sometimes it'll almost frustrate me in a way because if I'm listening, like wet jeans, for example, I can have that on the background. Perfect. But if okay. I'm listening to like Joe Rogan with like, say, an Elon Musk, or like I, I use his example a lot, but any other highly intellectual guest they have on there, um, it's like I want to be, I want to be tuned in. So like that sort of thing, I, I have trouble sometimes listening to it in the background because I'll find myself like constantly like, oh, what was that point again? And I'll go back 30 seconds and re-listen to it and then. A minute later, oh, what what was that? He made a good point there, and I'll go back 15 seconds, like that sort of thing. Yeah, there's definitely times where, say, if it's an intense podcast, I'll have to rewind it, but I think that's fine to, like, sometimes even um, if I'm just listening, I'll rewind it, listen to, like, a point again, and then pause it. Sometimes you just got to, like, think your own thoughts after, say, a profound statement was said or something that really struck you, struck a chord a lot of times I will just uh, pause the podcast and just think for a little bit. Yeah. Um, kind of jump and ship here a little bit. I, you were, we talked about your schedule kind of earlier and how you do things. 
Um, what's kind of your thoughts on the broader aspect of like scheduling versus like living in the moment or like not being on a schedule? Right. This is very, I don't know. It's a very interesting one that I debate, I guess, because I schedule a lot of stuff, man. Like I, my workouts are scheduled. My like day is scheduled. Yeah. Like we said before, the amount of water. I drink in the day is scheduled. I schedule basically like the stuff that I eat. Man, I schedule a lot of stuff. And you can get caught up in that. You can just be too worried about the schedule that you sort of miss living in the present. Like that passes you. So it's a really fine balance of getting the scheduling right in the day and also living in the present and really, like, being there in that present moment, I guess. It, it's a very, like, I guess, hard balance to make. And it's probably a lot different for, I guess, the majority of people. Because I feel like I schedule and I do that type of thing a lot more than, say, the average person. But I, it, it's a fine balance. And it, it's a hard one to get right. For sure, yeah. And I think a big thing, too, I, I'm failing to remember right now who I heard say this. But scheduling in your creativity and mm. scheduling in it might have been you who actually mentioned that to me scheduling creativity and uh but also scheduling in like scheduling in free time and like you know scheduling in unscheduled things if you get what i'm saying like having a set time where you can just be creative and live in the moment and yep. and do whatever you know what i mean or like i think there i definitely think i think scheduling is very underrated and people mm. don't do it as much as they should but also, like, spontaneous activities, I think I definitely think there's a huge place for that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, um, let's just go to the Black Hills, right, and take a little three-day weekend on a long weekend, that sort of thing. Like, just sort of spontaneous things like that. Yeah. I think, I think there's a place for those uh, in moderation as well. No, absolutely. And yeah, I did actually talk about that a little bit where you got to – you can't be a hard-ass to yourself. Like, you can't be – your own tyrant when you're scheduling out your day. So you need to make sure that if you schedule basically everything, say like I do, you got to make sure to schedule in that free time. And even if you don't schedule everything that I do, it's, it's, I think it's really important, even maybe more important than scheduling, say like working out or doing this to schedule in the activities to have fun. Cause if you think about it, most of the time people will just, I guess, sit around and do nothing like say on their like quote-unquote free time they'll just waste it and they'll just sit around there doing absolutely nothing versus if they actually scheduled in say i'm gonna go outside and just enjoy nature or i'm gonna go and do this thing that i want to do this fun thing then they actually do it and they then they actually enjoy their free time you know what i'm trying to say oh for sure do you have tiktok I do not, and I probably never will. I, I I figured I knew the answer to that question, but yeah, I don't either. But that's like the ultimate time waster right now, and it's oh, right. very good at it. Yeah, and, and that's like uh yeah, I definitely see the TikTok thing because people will just you know say, oh, I got some free time, and then they'll just sit there on their phone looking at pointless videos for like thirty minutes to an hour. Versus if they would have actually scheduled in something to do, they would have enjoyed themselves much more. Or even scheduling in, okay, I'm going to take seven minutes to look at TikToks. 
Mm. And that's going to be my, my, for the day, you know, or like seven minutes in the morning and maybe seven minutes at night or 10 minutes at night versus, oh, I'm just going to check a couple and then an hour and a half later. Oh God, it's been an hour and a half. Cause those things will get you, man. They're an addiction. We kind of talked about it last, yeah, last, last podcast, but. No, absolutely. Crazy. I mean, my opinion, you should schedule like zero amount of your time on TikTok. <laughs> That's just me, man. But if you're trying to weed somebody off and they don't have the, it could be. Cut them cold turkey. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that too. Cold turkey. You uh, said the word tyrant earlier and I immediately thought of Jordan B. Peterson. Oh, I don't know nice. I'll forever think of him probably because he says tyrant a lot. I feel like. It kind of does. I mean, I maybe would have might have uh, picked that up from his book I'm reading. So, oh, that's true. You are reading the book right now too, so that makes sense. But yeah, TikTok, man. I don't know what I think about that. Like, I just don't understand it. Like how people can just spend that much. And I obviously, it's not that I don't understand like how it happens because I understand with the dopamine receptors and like how it like the rough idea of how it actually works and why you're addicted to it, but like. But also just like how, like it, you're just seeing pointless video. You like they are just pointless. There's no one that can tell me otherwise that 95% of those videos. I mean, they're entertainment, but in terms of substance, they're 99% of them are like absolutely pointless. Absolutely pointless for sure. But yeah, people just get sucked into it, and it's like an addiction. And then I, I, I don't think they realize that they don't actually look at it from an outside perspective. So. I don't think the majority of people realize how much, I guess, time they're wasting. Oh, yeah. It's like when people, when I was in high school, we um, looked at one of the days we looked at like our screen time usage and how much we each kind of used it. And at that time, I was at about, I want to say I was at about like three hours a day, which seemed like a lot, but actually relatively wasn't. And a lot of that was actually YouTube because I would listen to podcasts on YouTube but right. you can't have your screen off when YouTube's going, obviously. So, yeah, which is a marketing technique that they use to keep you on there, one hundred percent. I never but, thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah, I actually never really thought about it until I don't like. Actually, right there was kind of the first time I'd ever put it in words. But I mean, it has to be right. You keep the screen on, you're more likely to see another video or something that's going to catch your eye. Oh, exactly. I actually never thought about that. That's very tricky how they keep you on that page. That's smart. Well, I used to think like it was pointless. I was like, why Why would you not? Like other apps allow you to do it. You know what I mean? Why would you not allow people to go out? It's more convenient. But that's obviously why. No, anyway. that's, that's actually a great thought now that you say that because I never realized that, but that's totally why they're doing it. Huh. Yeah, three to three and a half hours was my number. But I remember there was a couple kids that were like ten and a half hours. <laughs> and I was like, Ten? Really spend almost yeah, ten and a half hours. God. And I was like, you spend almost half your day on your phone, and that's not counting sleep. Say you sleep seven hours a day. I mean it's ten and a half of your seventeen waking hours are on your phone. That's just sad at that point. Like Like that's insane. It, it's just sad. People don't realize it. And I bet it's probably like three hours was TikTok. It's like well, one of them looked and they had like three hours a day on TikTok. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, here's the thing that people should really think about. Now, you're spending 10 hours of your day doing that. Imagine if you spent 10 minutes of your day doing something productive. How powerful you could be. Yeah, exactly. And Or I know people talked about during the pandemic, when there was obviously a lot of free time. Mm. The big thing in the, you know, like 
feel like the wannabe like entrepreneurial world was, you know, if you don't get stuff done now, then it was a lack of discipline, not a, I didn't have time, right? Because everyone had time. Everyone had extra time to do things. So in, in, from that aspect, it was a, people always saying, oh, I don't have time. I don't have enough time. You know, I'm busy. It was kind of like, well, if you don't get it done now, then you don't have discipline, not you don't have time, you know? Oh, people definitely have enough time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely have enough time. There's no doubt about that. They've just used their time very poorly. But really then, TikTok honestly was the best at the best time waster. And then so Instagram added t- like uh, Instagram Reels, mm. right, which is literally TikToks just posted on Instagram. And I, I, I have since deleted Instagram, but that's like literally it's just the same format as TikTok where you're swiping. and But it's mm. now it's just Reels instead where they're shorter, shorter attention span, keep people hooked. Um, well, right. I mean, that that... It's just the slot machine. Yeah. It's crazy how good it works, though, how effective it is. It really is. I always find myself, before I deleted it, to be like, you know, I'll I'll just wait for uh, 11.15, I'll quit. And it was like 11.12. And 11.15, I'm like, oh, just one more, like, really, really good one. And then I'll quit. And I'll see, like, one I liked. And I'll be like, oh, but it wasn't, like, a really, really good one. I want, like, a, a perfect one. And then I'll get off. And it's just insane how your mind just keeps going and it's 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 crazy. It literally is an addiction. <laughs> I just like to reiterate that. It literally is. I mean, you just the way the thing you just described replace say the video with like a drug and it's the same exact thing going on inside of your brain. Yeah. Or alcohol. Any yeah, exact exactly. Oh, I guess that is a drug, but some people classify it as a little different. But anyway, yeah, it's the same sort of any other uh common addictions you hear. Mm, absolutely, man. God, are we coming in on an hour? Um, I did not look at my watch. I was gonna say I also didn't. I I didn't check the time, and I only had a rough estimate. Mm. Man, we could just shoot another one, honestly. I was also kind of thinking that switch the topic.